Hey friends, welcome to Death and a Butterfly. I'm your host, Carrie. Join me as we delve into a broad spectrum of topics, including, but not limited to, spirituality and well-being. Sharing knowledge for the modern journeyer, welcome to the thought process. Glad you're here and we can resonate together. Please like and subscribe to stay updated. And if you enjoy what you hear, please share with someone you love. My co-host today is my very good friend and mentor, Torian, with Wellman Wellness Training. He has done highly competitive sports for most of his life. And... The real lessons from those sports came in the form of injuries. So he has based his training off of those learning lessons and aims to correct movement problems, stability and activation issues, and overall reducing the tightness in the body. You can find and contact Torian through his website at wellmanwellnesstraining.net or slide into his DMs on Instagram at wellmanwellnesstraining. Let's get into it. It didn't dry out. No, just kidding. Anyways, <laughs> boundaries are important, I would say. I think boundaries are super important because without those... I guess moments where we set a boundary or we stop something from occurring um, we can be taken in so many different directions we can feel three distinct things that can really put us in a bad way uh, we can feel overwhelmed uh, we can feel like we're a victim mm. or we can feel like we're definitely less than when we don't establish boundaries and Ironically enough, I feel that boundaries is a direct relation to being committed to a trajectory or path. Like if you set goals and those goals have to be met at a certain time or with those goals comes a set of behaviors, you're way more aware of yourself. And then from there, when you're introduced to things that don't fit that narrative or fit that trajectory and path, you're a lot more aware of when to set a boundary or not keep following that that energy or that vibe that can really set you astray. Mm, so let's take that back then. Because I know my entire life growing up, I had no concept of fucking boundaries whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would let a lot of people get away with a lot of shit that didn't serve me mm-hmm. and made myself small and I would never speak to it. So how do we even go about setting boundaries? Let's say, even in the terms of finding what is for you, when do you get to a point where you finally stand up for yourself and you say, hey, this is my fucking boundary, like, you're not crossing this, and if you do, then that's the end of that relationship, like, how does that work for you? What do you accept from people? I think part of establishing your boundary, again, ironically enough, is experiencing those things. But being aware of how those things make you feel so you don't make the same cyclical choices and the same cyclical um, you know, mistakes that can hurt you uh, deeper than you know and longer than you know um, is important to find and discover. And I think that's where you really establish a boundary. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have a very similar you know, life experience. I think a lot of the time instead of dealing with our own internal boundaries first and foremost, we can seek external validation or seek external distractions to save or fix other people. And in turn, we now allow their space, their energy, their problems to, um, you know, almost not, not necessarily infect, but change our manifestations or the trajectory of our lives because we're so fixated and focused on helping them instead of, you know, concerning ourselves or, allowing ourselves to be an integral part of that relationship. 
we can get so lost with focusing on others again we forget about ourselves and we don't create a form of confidence or a form of consistency of communicating our needs our wants uh, our goals our dreams I think that's a huge I guess pivotal step there because in terms of that like how many of us do go through life or we've seen it through our parents that they'll just like literally drop everything for everyone else and they never take care of themselves but it's like how are you going to be good enough for yourself in order to be good for anybody else so I think that is definitely the first step to like inward reflection is like what are you doing for yourself and what are you doing for others and where is the disconnect there and in terms of what you even said earlier is like how something makes you feel but at the end of the day there was already that situation or that feeling or that past trauma that you're already hanging on to that is lingering that is already making you feel that way Mm -hmm. that person just mirrored it or reflected it to you and you had that reaction so then yeah like what is that trigger then that you're holding on to that you're not specifically dealing with that you're now projecting onto the other person is oh they made me feel that way right i mean it becomes like i said in a cyclical or it becomes a very repeating cycle where the blame or the focus is fixated on someone else um, without establishing that honest understanding with these are triggers or these are emotions that come through these particular events or these actions then again we, we stay bound we stay uh, you know we don't have any boundaries set in place um, if we're talking more on the depths of boundaries I think when we have these situations flare up you know time and time again when we start analyzing and observing that at that point when we're acknowledging those things now I think the next choice or the next decision and the next trajectory we should really focus on is uh, surrendering to finding the answers outside of your wheelhouse or finding what you've been working with and what you've been doing um, you know hab- habitually with these events and how they affect you what I'm trying to say is the input needs to change you need to open your mind or be curious to finding mentorship or input that can provide a different perspective uh, different insight different coping mechanisms Mm. and different ways to show up for uh, yourself or show up for other people in that sense i think that's super important just because i think if you're always putting in that exact same input you're always going to be getting exactly what you've always gotten correct and i feel like a lot of people want to victimize themselves um, and say oh well this keeps happening to me and it's like well if you look at the line of it it's the same trajectory because you keep doing the exact same thing and then it almost turns into like some sort of little pity party that people want you to feel bad for them and it's like well actually I had the exact same things happen but I did something different with it So it's like, how many times are you willing to accept that exact same situation that is occurring? might not be with the same person, but if you're going to continually accept that type of treatment or whatever it is in this context, then it's like, you're going to continue down that exact same thing. And it does take a lot of hard truths. Um, I know I've had to have a few conversations with people, not just on like my end of what I've been doing, but of like what they've been doing. And in order to like inward reflect, like it's not always taken very well. Half the time, if you're not willing to accept that you are part of the problem, everyone's like, well, fuck off. It's you. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, we all have a choice to participate the the cycle of victimization or blaming others comes from a place where when you're faced with the said boundary you don't make the conscious decision to work on those things so boundary comes from these issues and in turn when those boundaries are there that is such an important and integral 
moment in your life where you can change the choices and the habits to cultivate um, protecting that boundary and in turn being transparent and communicating that boundary so not only do you get learning experiences from it but whoever you participate with and whoever you communicate and have relationships with can get a better understanding of yourself and maybe a better understanding of themselves because now they realize that when they're acting in that way they have a opportunity I shouldn't say opportunity they have a they have a moment where they may cause some grief some discomfort some issues for somebody else so it gives people a really intensive chance to reflect and boundaries are important to uh, have or important to discover because of that reason solely like if we don't experience moments where those emotions are flared up if we don't experience times where we're fed up and we're feeling less than or we're feeling angered and stuff like that we don't get a moment to change our trajectory. Mm. Boundaries are a very integral part of, I think, our growth as people. Um, anything to add to that? I would definitely say that that has a whole vulnerability aspect and open communication. Um, I know the more open I've become with some of the things that have made me who I am, has definitely put it into perspective for other people and almost created more of a connection. Um, with that being said, it's almost just like we have the society where it's cancel culture. Correct. So as soon as you do something that I don't like, I'm not going to say shit to you. I'm just going to walk away. Correct. But it's like if it's if it's really a relationship that is worth something to you, are you going to have that uncomfortable conversation? Correct. But a lot of people aren't willing to put themselves in that uncomfortable situation because right. it's just straight up uncomfortable. And it's easier to be in the exact same position that they have always been. And I think it does take a lot of a lot of work to come from a place of not being judgmental. Correct. Because as soon as you judge someone, you then know that you also still judge yourself. So there's still work to be done. Definitely a mirror and a reflection. Um, so yeah, in that regard, I think it also takes a lot of almost like personal rock bottoms for yourself. 100%. In order to figure out exactly what conversations you're willing to have, what you're willing to speak to, what is your truth, and then having that conversation with another person. Correct. Well, I mean, getting to boundaries essentially is the human experience. Like you just said, having those moments of despair, feeling less than, feeling crappy, feeling like somebody did you wrong is how you really establish a rapport with what a boundary should look like. Well, that's even the issue then in of itself is like you have not developed your own self-growth enough in order to even accept that type of treatment. If I don't have worth in myself and I don't value myself and I'm willing to accept that treatment from you, then there's still work to be done on my side. And it's yes we're getting to the boundary position but it's like there's also other aspects to that so say i don't love myself enough and i'm searching for it everywhere else and as soon as that person doesn't give me what i need that is that's not like interdependency that's codependency and Correct. so that's also something else that you would then need to go into and lean into and actually see what sort of like traumas or like inward reflection is causing any of those triggers absolutely and again as hard as this may sound and as perplexed as maybe some of this conversation piece is going in a very raw kind of easy way i think just communicating and transparency is the way to navigate through some of these challenges to understand a boundary and maybe create some resilience to a boundary that you may have and then in turn elevate your spirit, elevate your self-love, elevate 
your communication skills, your leadership skills within and the relationships that you foster with others. So again, boundaries, such an integral point of our lives, but we don't establish that until we've gone through some of these emotions as we participate in relationships with others and with ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, the cancel culture that you had mentioned is important to note because I think the way we've started to learn or lean towards is just fixating on the problem and then running from said problems. <laughs> and that in itself is a cycle of not respecting and understanding boundaries. So that's why we really wanted to talk about this today as we're navigating through this and talking about it. Um, that input, so important. The communication that you may have with yourself and with others, so important. Those communication skills and literally just letting it out and sharing with people allows people to connect with you a little bit more. When you show that vulnerability, it actually doubles down as strength and cur- you know, courage. And people can really resonate or connect with that courage and that vulnerability. So. So then would you say that most often the struggle for vulnerability then is a fear of that rejection? And if it is stemming from a fear, the more we fear, the more we're essentially doubling down on that fear and then we place ourselves further down in that hole rather than rising above it. Absolutely. And that's why checking the common narrative of the cancel culture and essentially stopping yourself from running can be one of the best decisions you've ever made for yourself to not only establish boundaries like we're talking about, but establish the next step to um, persevering through challenges within and with other people and events that um, we're all participating in. I think with everything that's been going on in the last year and a little bit, um, we've all been kind of pushed into this narrative or into this place of stress, uh, isolation, and um, the teamwork the camaraderie conversation has really fallen back to survival mm-hmm. and falling back to uh, individuality or worrying about yourself. Uh, that's been kind of the common narrative that's been happening when people argue or have different viewpoints upon the steps or the um, choices that our leadership groups or our elected officials have provided for keeping us quote-unquote safe uh, keeping us um, you know essentially locked down um, but there's obviously benefits to everything if we decide to look at the lens in that sense I think there's always going to be different lenses to look through things obviously um, but in terms of that like you were saying it's almost just like that sense of community has been taken Mm -hmm. and then there's all the fear and the separation and so it's just like essentially what is left for you when you almost feel so alone in said matter and it almost like forces a little bit more of that inward reflection I mean I know that it did for me Absolutely. And even the fact that you said, oh, over a year, I'm just like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> it's been a while. a while. Now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's, that's what I mean. I mean, as much as it's been a challenge, it's also been an opportunity, and that really is the lens you choose to use or, you know, act upon. Mm-hmm. We keep running around uh, a little bit on this particular subject of boundaries but it, we've been provided a pretty good opportunity to become more clear and concise of who we are as people and one thing that I would suggest for anybody during this journey is describing not even knowing a boundary or describing not even knowing what the next direction is is still courage and it's still a position to help 
manage or cultivate open conversation to help not only yourself but the others around you and people resonate towards that and we've needed that more now than ever because of what's going on this has been challenging but it, again it's also been an opportunity to dial down in our understanding of self mm-hmm. dial down in the understanding of what our habits uh, are and what those said results do for us and again if we look at boundaries in that conversation we've had a lot of time to reflect on maybe some of the relationships that we felt that those boundaries were crossed and we didn't even understand the totality of those said boundaries Mm -hmm. because of that again I say opportunity it's now time to take the reins or take control of that said cancel culture that's you know just been pushed as a common narrative instead of running can we now face instead of being fearful can we now almost just have verbal diarrhea and just let it all out well and I think that's the biggest issue is like you feel like there's something so heavy on your heart that you need to say but it's almost when it comes time to say it it's like it's caught in your throat and you're just like what the and so it's just like when you actually force yourself past that moment and you get it out regardless of whether you think you're gonna sound fucking stupid because half the time I do (laughs) for sure and I'm like ah shit for sure but it's like do you feel better now that you've gotten it off your chest and you spoke your truth and I think that's the thing because looking back on even my history of communication relationships regardless of of whether it was like platonic or whatever it may be I would make myself small and I wouldn't speak my truth and Correct. I would feel like it would get caught and I'd be a runner I'd 100% just run away from everything because it was easier to run away from than to have that hard conversation and so this year really forced me into the not running away aspect I'm like okay we're gonna dial this down I'm working on my shit and I'm gonna be overall better for everyone else I think even in the summer you were in a bit of like a little episode and I was like, yo, I can't be around you right yeah. now because that fucks with my shit For and sure. I pick up on you. And I'm like, and I don't want that right now. For sure. So it was like having a little bit of that uncomfortable conversation being like, yo, clear it up. Like, yeah. let's go. <laughs> well, and that's why it's so important to be transparent. I mean, as we're sharing with you guys and trying to give you knowledge about boundaries, um, having that, that truth and speaking your truth and just letting it out really establishes rapport of the type of energy the type of vibe the type of people that you should re you know relating to and fostering relationships with you don't get that until you've let that out because the more you store it the more you don't understand what really triggers you what really moves you what really motivates you that's why again the boundaries established after having the courage and the the honest conversation of just letting things out and see how you react and you know the people that you choose to be around react because the people who really care and the people that resonate with you and understand that um, there's an empathetic component to growth as people will stick around and see it through Mm -hmm. people who want to keep running in these cycles or truly are only looking out for themselves will show their self in that situation well that's the thing too is a lot of people don't realize that they are running this cycle yeah like, I was very unconscious to it. Right. Just because I hadn't dealt with a lot of, like, my own shit. And then it's like I, I was essentially woken up to, like, a fucking rude awakening, my yeah. friend. Um, <laughs> but I was just like, oh, I was like, I did not realize I was moving in that direction. Correct. So I literally had to, like, throw the brakes on and be like, okay what am I doing? And I no longer want to be like this because Correct. that's not who I am as a person. And so... I had to literally do a full 180 and start speaking to some of the shit as to like why I was the way I was. Correct. So you set an internal boundary because you just had enough. Well, and it's that. It's like as soon as you start putting up some of those boundaries, a lot of people don't fucking like it. Yeah. (laughs) They really don't like it. But I'm at a point in my life where I'm not making myself small anymore. Correct. I'm not backing down from what I need to say. And so people have left my life. And I'm okay with that. Correct. Because I am under the impression now that because I am speaking to what I need to, 
you're going to be more respectful of my time. I'm going to respect your time more. 100%. And we're not going to fuck around with any of this bullshit of like who and what you are to me because we're going to just have conversations without needing to necessarily throw labels on everything. Because sure. I don't need to fit in your fucking box. Right. And if you think that I need to, then that's a judgment on your own aspect that you need to get right with, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, that's you have to find your tribe and you have to find your your method and your direction and you shouldn't hold that back for anybody because you've allowed the input or you've allowed the common narrative or societal pressure of you know now as we see trending the cancel culture to ultimately make the decisions for you because then you're not making your own personal decisions Mm -hmm. Um, can you share with you know the people here what was some of those things that when you hit this wall or you hit this moment where you had to set an internal boundary and change your trajectory what was some of that input that you allowed because you know if I was to speak upon my behalf I'll let you go first but I think the biggest takeaway from a lot of this stuff is again surrendering to new input really gives you an opportunity to learn and grow as a person and you actually need all these moments mm-hmm. and you need all these bad people if you will or you need all these bad events to motivate you to push you in a different direction and you have to be aware and accepting and present for all the layers that go into this mm-hmm. so do you want to share with the people some of the input that you've allowed or changed in order to get to this point that's been so valuable for me uh, and that's the only reason why i've gotten here and in anywhere in my life it's always been mentorship mm-hmm. and education on people who cared and didn't really follow labels or follow the common narrative it was more like this is a unique perspective because at the forefront of my decision making at the forefront of how i show up for people it's always connected to a why and purpose of empathy love gratitude spirituality they moved in that direction and they were consistent and i'm pretty sure during those moments when they made that conscious decision with that commitment their boundaries became way more clear Yeah, I would say I definitely grew up on the narrative of, and I touched on this in my last podcast, but it's like, you go to school, you get the job, you listen, um, and whatever I feel that you are doing that is wrong, you're going to correct it. Even if you have questions, it doesn't necessarily matter. So... In that regard, I grew up thinking, well, if I make myself small, I people please, I fit into that narrative, then everyone will be happy. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't happy. Mm-hmm. But I didn't realize that I wasn't happy because I was just told to fit that mold. And so when I finally woke up to it and was like, this job isn't serving me, the people in my life aren't serving me. Mm-hmm. So it really took me I guess standing up to the perceptions of other people that they were projecting whatever they wanted me to fit into and I don't know I think it overall was just a lot of that adding up and then I had to take a really really hard look at what I was reacting to yes and then in that regard when I was reacting to it it's like why am I wasting energy over this because it's not gonna really matter mm-hmm. and so I think overall, even up until like the very end of this year, I was still figuring out what I was willing to accept from people. Correct. And so I think it's like with anything, it's all the habits you form. If you've been like this since day one, right out the womb, this is how you are. You're going to act this way and this is your life goal. I think that's obviously going to be a lot to change. I mean, it takes an enormous amount of grit to just continue on the exact path that you've always been on and so to actually take that road that's a little less traveled is definitely fucking scary oh yeah (laughs) but at the end of the road it's just like okay i'm about to get into the most beautiful experience ever and experiencing other people in that exact same light so it's like I'm going to be doing myself a disservice if I continue down this road. 100%. I mean, 
one thing that we all collectively, I could say, experience is the inevitable of change. It's just like she said, and she touched base with some of us become so stubborn with sticking to a specific path, a linear path. And then we just keep cultivating the same experiences or the same reactions or the same results. Um, We've gone so out of touch with like our own intuition. Yeah. That it's like we literally, our brains have taken over and we sit here and overthink fucking scenarios that don't even exist. Right, we create things. And, and that's, so it's like when we know that something isn't for us, we continue down it because we want it to be different. Yeah. But that's not the case. That yeah. isn't how it works. Wishful thinking doesn't actually change how people will treat you. Absolutely. People will treat you based on what you're willing to take from them. Yeah. So it's like, that's that firm boundary that you need to step into. You're just like, what am I willing to put up with? Right, and I think, you know, elaborating on what she said, uh, we've said a lot of stuff here today, but that has really, you know, pushed it right into that narrative. Finding your why and finding your purpose, which you may have heard me say in this podcast, plenty of other ones, helps create a very strong trajectory or a very strong presence. And from there, if you are focused and dialed in on that why and that purpose, like why I am the way I am, or I am, and you answer those questions faithfully with confidence, Mm -hmm. you can become way more aware of when intrinsically you are deeper in touch with yourself and those boundaries are going to be challenged or they're going to be presented to you. So maybe focusing on the boundary first and foremost, is kind of a reactionary item when we can make a choice beside that or even before that with really dialing down our manifestation or our why and our purpose. If we get in touch with that, regardless of the input or the information that's presented to us, if it doesn't align with that or doesn't agree with that, then we know that that essentially is more in touch or more connected to what our true boundary may look like. So, you shared a very personal, I guess, timeline uh, with getting in touch with what those boundaries look like. Uh, For everybody listening here, I would like to give some very, I guess, specific um, education pieces or trajectories or paths that may help you in this regard if you are struggling in this area. I just mentioned the why and the purpose, being in touch with your manifestations and manifesting your life and being in control of your life, again, goes back to input. Uh, It's huge to seek out mentorship. And ironically enough, when you are seeking out mentorship, if you surrender to that learning strategy, it takes a lot of pressure off yourself because you're just listening and sewing into that set education from the people who have the results that you want. So it's important to find literature, it's important to find input that can allow you to get through these humps and get through these challenges as opposed to just trying to deal with it on your own accord with your own programming or your own wiring and your experiences that have essentially created how you look at things. So can we be open to um, mentorship? Can we be open to executing or finding courses on that? Absolutely. As I sit here beside my friend and she talks about her experiences, part of her growth coming out of this was to seek mentorship uh, and she could probably elaborate. She got into finding the deeper components of her spirit and reawakening her spirituality and some of the potential stores or the potential uh, gifts that we don't necessarily use, utilize and embrace because of that said cancel culture society and all these distractions that were presented day in day out. As she mentioned earlier, it was go to school, get a good job, earn money, earn income, that imagery based, I guess, existence or that imagery based um, character personality always shows up in a conversation piece when you first meet people, when you're connecting with them, when you're telling them what your identity is. Well, yeah, it's never about you as a person. Right. It's just like, oh, well, I do this job and... Right. I make this much money. I have these types of clothes. I have this type of car. If yeah, you fixate really on cool. that, yeah, like it's all surface level. Materialistic and yeah. I don't really 
care for that. Right. So. Well, I mean, we've gotten to that point, but I'm pretty sure there was a time where we were participating in that. Oh, we were 100%. so laser focused on that. My friend here has decided to take a step back from those things. And again, I think that's what this pandemic has given us is an opportunity to not fixate on those things so much because we couldn't run to, you know, the mall. We couldn't run to social events. We couldn't run to these things that were essentially distracting us. Um, so to elaborate on her end, and she can fill in the blanks, she got into, um, you know, learning shamanism. Uh, she got into meditation. She got into input from people that were living more of a, you know, as cancel culture, as culture society and label society has over, you know, ran our thought process and our conversation or communication. Um, she got into almost like hippie style, you know, like <laughs> focus or input. But honestly, that has quieted the noise and quieted the stress and allowed her to move in this trajectory throughout all the challenges that the pandemic has presented upon us where we couldn't earn that original, I guess, pathway of money, which would have been training, which would have been working at a job because we've been locked up. So with that opportunity or with that extra time, are we using that time valuably is what I'm trying to get at. My friend here has had that opportunity to do so. And with those choices, that has actually allowed her to get closer or get a better understanding of those set boundaries. And again, it wraps itself back towards what's your why, what's your purpose on this earth? I am answering those questions. Um, I am willing to and filling in those blanks when you're talking about what you are and then the experience that you want to cultivate out of those said answers that you get from the I am question and I am willing to can really make a big difference in understanding yourself and understanding how you show up for people and understanding when you're in relationship with somebody and they're having communications with you and they're telling you about their life and you can really pay attention to when they're dialed in and they're listening to you and they care about those things or whether they're just you know saying things out loud listening to reply worrying about themselves and just trying to have another i guess accumulative or serious focus into escapism or just cultivating a happy fun experience all the time without dealing with things and that's and that's kind of what we've been given in an opportunity here um, with this pandemic. We haven't had those distractions. They can't take over our life. They can't be all the decisions we make where we're so upset with our job and then we come home and Netflix, or we're so upset with our job, we come home and <laughs> video game it. We're so upset with our this, so we yeah. hop on a dating site, right? Like it's just distraction yeah, central. Yeah, and I mean, we're at that point now where um, the input can change what is really important for you and we haven't had those same distractions so have we collectively um, as you know our community uh, have our listeners really made a decision to take this extra time to figure themselves out more if you have chosen that route and you've sought out or you've looked into mentorship and surrendering to mentorship and learning and been curious to that and embracing that and thankful for those things uh, have you seen the growth within? Have you seen your focus on what's important shift or pivot towards some of those things that are really deep intrinsic into our heart and into our soul? Because we do definitely all have souls. We have a spirit and we've been taught more or less in you know this society or this cancel culture not to embrace that essence or embrace how important those things are. That's when you know, life takes us on our roller coaster ride and we're not in control. The whole point of having a boundary, the whole point of having boundaries, the whole point of cultivating experiences is to have some form of, again, control, but not in the way that we're talking about controlling every aspect of our life, but in control of how we react to things. I think that kind of like hits the nail on the head is like, you're in control of nothing but yourself. So you can't control how someone's going to treat you, but you can control what you're going to do about it. Mm -hmm. um, 
so yeah I think the biggest takeaway here um, is just essentially dialing down and looking at what you are participating in what you are choosing to yes. accept and there's nothing wrong with being courageous enough to speak that truth and share with people especially if you have biases or you have emotional and you may even think at the time spiritual connections to these people you need to share that truth in order to find out whether they're your people completely mm. and that's where that comes from again finding that input and finding those answers now clearly and concisely pushes you in that direction or that ascension of understanding your personal growth your personal habits your personal choices the people you want to be around and in turn that's where you really find out what a boundary looks like and it's important to keep down that path and share when you're not feeling the best share when you are up on top uh, share why sharing is caring um, sharing a information again opens the door to vulnerability but the human connection instead of deflecting distracting and running which has become so prevalent in society and that's just simply because of the fact that we're so fixated on the big shiny item of this is a form of success look at this person's jewelry look at this person's money whatever that may look like it's in the music too where it's all talking about those things um, it's okay to participate in those things from time to time but don't let it completely overwhelm your lens that comes again from like she said being mindful and committing to a choice whether it feels uncomfortable or not to input something that stays away from that narrative or stays away from that input you know 24 7 because if you stay there that's essentially how you're going to show up for people it's essentially how you're going to react and act time and time again and if you're listening to this today uh, if you've listened to anything similar it's because something inside is telling you um, you can't keep living this existence and going in these cycles because it's causing distress and it's causing those emotional you know roller coasters where you're not in control or you don't know how to stop these things to you know happening to you mm. and that's what it's so important to be courageous or be curious and be connected to the unknown in respects to your input and your mentorship on a new path again if you're listening to this today when I've listened to similar things like this it's because I had hit a threshold where I couldn't keep these emotions running all over the place I couldn't keep uh, the distress and feeling less than as part of my narrative or part of my story and it had to move more towards this input or being humble enough to allow mentorship to change that trajectory or change that lens from there that's when the boundaries were restored or understood and that's where you can essentially find your tribe of like-minded individuals who are moving in again your why your purpose their willingness to get there and the experience that they truly want to exist in or feel in those set instances in those set events all right so on that note let's wrap this bad boy up yeah let's go with maybe um three things we can leave the audience to help with boundaries or help with the human experience and to um, become more aware of themselves and show up better for not only themselves but the people they will now be very conscious and choosy about having in their lives I think the first one is actually like taking a look at what is continuously happening like what record is always playing for you mm. and if it is something that is causing you to feel unhappy what is then the input that you can change in order for you to be happy what are you willing to walk away from in right. order to make yourself better absolutely number two I would say after you're at that point so that's discovery and acknowledgement the next step I would mention is again and I've said this time and time again it's always served me well um, is being humble 
and being open to mentorship, doing your research and giving yourself that time because it's so important. So you stop running around with these hurtful, sad emotions and finding the people who have the results you want in the form of mentorship and surrendering to that. Give yourself time to sit down and sift through you know, courses, education, people that are speaking truths and are truly happy and influencing others to live a same lifestyle and healing principles and they have a very strong family life and people tend to go to them for advice and everything is always fostered in a place of empathy and understanding of others. Find those people. Ask the questions. You'd be surprised how big of a heart and how big of a capacity these leaders or these mentors have in order to help people because that's truly what their why and their purpose is. They've found that light and they keep moving towards that light. And from there, you can guarantee a lot of those people have very strong understandings of their boundaries. So finding that light or finding that input and that mentorship is huge. I mean, some people that I like to look up to, um, Tony Robbins is a big one for me. Uh, Tim Ferriss was another one. Um, there's, there's plenty out there. John Maxwell is a great guy who talks a lot about leadership and understanding the responsibilities and layers that go into it and the emotions and the habits there. Um, those are just some of the few examples. Uh, we live in Edmonton locally. Uh, I've taken courses that have really changed the trajectory of my life. There's a company here in Edmonton called Integrity Seminars and their interactive in-person experiences of understanding the why, understanding the purpose and focusing on that, that existence, um, focusing on those things instead of getting so overwhelmed with the how-tos and I need to and I have tos made a big difference for me. Um, so those would be like, those would be the biggest ones that I would definitely suggest and endorse. And I wouldn't be where I'm at today in order to help someone like yourself, my clients as a trainer, uh, without those mentorship moments because there was plenty of moments where they were dark for me and it was the decisions I was making. It was the people I was around. It was the deflection or the focus on them to try to fix them. And in turn, I wasn't respecting boundaries and <laughs> those people essentially walked all over me and then I blamed them. But yes. again, I chose to participate in that. Yeah, I think the first issue there was, oh, I was going to fix them. I'm like, no, right. no, no, no. <laughs> right. and, that's, and that's, again, you do that to deflect, to stay in that victimization cycle or the martyr situation, which I became very dialed in and understood. And it was because of the fact that I surrendered to this input and this mentorship and this learning strategy from these amazing courses, from amazing people who are moving in the trajectory or in the existence and the vibe that I truly wanted. So I would say that's definitely number number two. After acknowledgement, find the input that can change the lens for you that comes through mentorship. I think the last thing then would be is after you get that input, what you're going to take from it. Um, because I feel like at the end of the day, regardless of whether you have mentorship or you do it yourself, you need to figure out what sorts of perceptions or expectations or projections from other people or even from what you put on yourself, what is specifically for you and what is not. It comes down to getting information at the correct time. Correct. Timing is everything. Mm -hmm. uh, we can't control that. But I think what she's really trying to say is go and experience these things. You have to apply. Learning is not enough. You have to apply. Mm -hmm. And honestly, like I said, maybe 10 or 20 minutes ago, um, apply it with the people that you have now. If you're uncertain with them, just simply go apply it. Be like, be honest, be transparent. I just took this course or I just did this thing. I want to share this experience with you. If they're your people, they're going to sit and listen. They're going to respect that you're trying to discover more about yourself because you care so much about yourself and you care about the people around you and if you've made that decision and you're willing to share it with excitement with vitality with your heart they're going to listen and they're going to understand the value that it bestowed upon yourself and how much more value it could maybe possibly give them and they may even ask the questions and stay very engaged in that conversation that's where you become more clear and concise on what you need to do so after you learn you have to execute and you don't have to have the answers to that either, as hard as this may sound. 
You just simply go out and speak your truth. Essentially what we're doing here today as we make this podcast. It was raw, we just went for it. After we've learned so many things, we just simply go and execute. We're allowed to do that. We think that because of the cancel culture and because of the societal pressure, we can't express ourselves how we truly want to. Well, I think everyone's so afraid to do anything because they're afraid that they'll get rejected. They're afraid that someone might make fun of them. Right. Or whatever that is, like, I would then challenge you, and to end this off, to go forth into the world with a childlike curiosity. For sure. Before all of the things happened that made you fearful of rejection or afraid or whatever. So as soon as you put yourself in a fear mindset, you're making yourself smaller again. Yeah. And I mean, again, if your first focus is how am I going to get something to done, how I need to get these things done, remember those conversation pieces are huge. The conversations you have with yourself, the vocabulary that you choose to use really dictates how you see things and how you'll execute needs and and how-tos already fosters a emotion of feeling overwhelmed, feeling confused, feeling fearful. Again, if I just focus on my I am, da-da-da-da-da-da, my why is, da-da-da-da-da-da, and whatever event I face, if that's the first questions I'm asking, not how I'm gonna get there, you know, what I need to do to get there, that changes things. I think sometimes you just need to go in, buckle up, and just get shit done, execute it, regardless of whether it's perfect or not. Mm -hmm. And that's essentially how you find your people. This may not be for everybody. Um, As we've gone on this journey, we were just sharing before we hopped on the mic, and I might as well share with you guys, um, there's lots of people who may have the criticisms um, and may have the, the conversations that are not fostered in, well, I see some help or I see some advice here they just simply point out the faults those are people still running in the same energy in the same I guess cancel culture narrative providing problems to something without following it up with a solution will keep you in the same cyclical issue so remember to execute share and when you're looking for advice or that advice just simply comes to you again yeah people will find a solution and they do it and they will be very transparent as to why they're sharing this information with you and that's where you really find your people that's where you really find your boundaries that's where you really find the experiences that can really change your trajectory to where you truly want to be and it's such a beautiful experience but guess what when you're on that journey it's not always going to be rainbows and butterflies and happiness we think that we're supposed to just always be happy and be amazing and and then we talk about the other end of the spectrum where you just experience things and you just live it up well boundaries exist both ways Um, be aware of when you're running carelessly when you're doing things without uh, acknowledging your your own existence or acknowledging somebody else's existence if you want to run carelessly understand that when you work with others or you're around others remember your effect um, can affect others in some way Um, so just kind of make those decisions as you go along it's not going to be perfect Um, and just allow your your experiences to really take you to where you need to go and control your input if you can best if you can That's us rambling. That is us rambling. Slap!